Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of the Football Betting Podcast. I'm your host Tom Pipkin and I'm joined as ever by my co-host Tom Walker. Hi guys, welcome to the show, video and audio, new and old viewers slash listeners. We're, we're, we're entertaining two worlds uh, at the moment. We certainly are. Um, we are sponsored by our good friends at Matchbook as ever and you can go to matchbook.com and on the registration page use the sign up code TFB Podcast to get yourself a £20 money back as cash sign-up offer. So please do check that one out. Uh, this week, Tom, FA Cup third round special. Yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, the FA Cup, I feel like the rounds one and two is so murky for us mm. uh, that we don't really get involved with it. But once the third round comes in, you know, National League and EFL sides take it a bit seriously, Premier League sides come into it, etc. Yeah, it's one of the. I think it's one of everyone's favorite weekends in the football calendar, and uh, yeah, it's it's good fun to. It's hard to cover, but it's good fun to cover. Yeah, definitely. So we're going to go through the third round, uh, but then we're going to go through what is there of League One and League Two, picking out our highlights from the whole lot. So plenty to sink our teeth into. Um, before we start. As the video listeners may have noticed, I usually have a pod beer. This is the first pod of 2022, so we're now on pod water uh, for, oh. for dry January. <laughs> oh, what a shame. What a shame. All the pubs need your support, mate. What are you doing? Oh, jeez, yeah. Um, we'll see how long it lasts. It won't last for <laughs> We'll see. <laughs> After Forest lose uh, 5-0 to Arsenal on the weekend, you'll, you'll be back on them. Uh, quick mention as well. Quick mention as well for for uh, audio listeners that Kit Wars uh, are continuing. Uh, it is currently three 0 to myself. Uh, Tom's gone for a Roma third kit or away kit. Away, away, away kit for a couple of seasons ago. The white one with the the lightning bolt, and I've gone for Nigeria um, as a kind of homage to Afcon that starts this weekend. You're so. You're so annoying with your kits. You've got so many. Look at the rack. You've got so many to pick from. <laughs> well, a rack is better than a white door, Tom. That's all I'll say. So do you um, do you want to get started on the yes. FA Cup then? Because even though it's, yes. there's no championship or Premier League and the EFL is a bit shriveled, we were talking off air and we do actually quite have quite a lot of tips to get through. Yeah, I like uh, quite a few in the FA Cup, as you're saying. Um, first one, 12.30 on Saturday. And this is the thing, we've got we've got a lot of early kickoffs in the FA Cup on Saturday. Mm. Um, yeah. And also quite a few Sundays as well. So invariably, when we come to do the bomb-proof troubles at the end of the show, spoiler alert, mine might have a, an early kickoff in it. <laughs> it, it is, for TV, etc., it's completely unavoidable, I feel like. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, is. you know, those that don't want to dive into that, maybe they could sub out a team or two and, and make their own. Yeah. But yeah, unavoidable. Yeah. We'll go through that later anyway, in in more detail. But so to kick us off, I'm going to go for Derby County on the double chance away at Coventry City. Price is 1.88 for Derby to get the draw or the win away at Coventry. Um, the 4.8 on the nose, if you like the look of that. And to be fair, that's that's not a bad price. It's a good outside pick, I think, um, considering, you know, 
they're doing a fantastic job, to be fair to Derby. It pains me to say it, being Forest fans. But, you know, they're beating West Brom. They're beating Stoke. Uh, drew to Reading to all after being 2-0 down, scoring two in like the last 10 minutes to come back and draw that game. Um, they're in really good form at the moment. Uh, so I think for them to continue that against this Coventry side who aren't playing particularly great at the moment, they've got one win in their last eight games. They've not won in the last six in the league. So not on any particularly strong form whatsoever. Um, up against this Derby side, have really got a bit of momentum about them at the moment. Um, so the form factor played into that for one. And two, obviously Derby in the shit financially. And I was thinking, usually with the FA Cup games, we think um, it might be worth waiting a little bit to see when the teams come out before you put your bets on, just to see if if clubs that we'd expect to win are resting a lot of players or not. I think derbies have so few players to pick from because of their situation. They're probably going to go fairly full strength in terms of their squad, um, just out of the fact they haven't got many other people to pick from other than who they already who they are already picking. Um and second to that, you know, they, they need money. And then this is the FA Cup third round, a great way to get a little bit of extra cash when you need it, have a good cup run. So again that plays into the fact that I think they will go go strong or as strong as they can uh, in the hope of winning this, going on a cup run, potentially drawing some of the big boys further down the line if they can. Um, so yeah, Derby to win or draw one point eight eight looks looks decent to me. Lots to get through, so won't mull on it too much. Uh, I think if this was a league game, I'd I'd be right behind you. I think. Yeah. What? Not, so not, not imagine you imagine you're a, a Derby player in that dressing room, right? And Wayne mm. Rooney goes to you, right, lads? Clubs in a bit of a mess financially. Let's go out and let's win the club some money. Do you think that's motivational? I don't. To kill the silence. I don't. I don't think the players in the players in there care about the club. They care about the the situation, but I'm just questioning what's the what's the apart from momentum, what's the point of Derby going like all out for, according to Google? 84 grand is the price for beating Coventry and going into the fourth round. So what? Yeah, but yeah, but that's the, not, it's not prize money, is it? It's the fact. Well, that you just you said they need the money. Round. No, but if you go into the next round and then you draw Man City at home, Sutton at home, or something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I I get what you're saying completely. If it was a league game, I'd be right behind you. But I just question why bother. Basically, for Derby. That's, that's just my thought. Um, okay, so we'll move on. Um, I am going to look at Huddersfield, double chance. They are away at Burnley in the third round. It's priced at 2.08 with our friends at Matchbook. Uh, I'm worried about Burnley, Tom, uh, this season. It's about as bad as I remember. I, I'm, I was really rattling my brain trying to think of another period where I was this worried about Burnley. And I'm off the top of my head, I can't think of one. They've not won in seven. Um, they've scored two goals in their last five games, including three blanks. They just can't get a goal. 
traditionally they've never really cared about the FA Cup. They've not gone past the fifth round in the last 10 years. Uh, rotation may be in order. They don't have the biggest squad. So, you know, who's going to come in? Is They're already struggling. Maybe they'll rest a few. So then we've got players that can't get into one of the worst teams in the Prem. I'm not a huge Huddersfield fan. Huge Huddersfield. But credit to them. You know, no defeats in the last six. Closing in on a playoff finish, which would be absolutely unbelievable. Um, there's two sides of the coin in terms of their last two games. If I was going against Huddersfield, I will tell you that they've been absolutely peppered two games in a row and a bit of luck, a bit of bad finishing from the other teams and some good defending has managed to get clean sheets against Forest and Blackburn away from home, crucially away from home. Because we're going for a Huddersfield result here, I'm going to tell you that it's great resilience, great bravery, good organisational defending and grinding out those clean sheets. I think they could take that into a potentially weaker uh, Burnley side. Again, Huddersfield, team selection, you know, maybe they could make the playoffs this season. Will they give a monkeys? I'm not sure. But I'm basing this on, you know, if the two full-strength sides go against each other, I could see Huddersfield avoiding defeat come the 90 minutes. Yeah, um, it's not one I looked at, to be honest. I kind of looked looked at it and thought, hmm, bit of a coin toss. But I, I could see why you why you'd go for Huddersfield double chance, um, as you explained. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't entirely disagree, but I wouldn't not one that I had initially, you know, leapt off the page at me. Important um, to note as well, replays this season are scrapped, so everything will be uh, finalised on the day. Extra time and penalties, uh, so that might come into your thinking with double chance and stuff like that. There's no, you know, let's get. You know, let's get them back to our place for a money spinner. That doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, good point. Uh, okay, then I've got another early kickoff to make it a hat trick. So twelve forty-five, Millwall against Crystal Palace. Um, again, team sheet dependent here for Palace, but I do like the look of them. Two point one eight is the price for them to get the win. Um, and this is a Palace side. They're not obviously not going to get Europe this season in the league. They're not going to get relegated unless they really spiral out of control, uh, which I can't see happening at all. So for me, they should absolutely go all out and try and go on a cup run. Um, why not? That's probably, you know, all they've really got to play for this season other than trying to finish in the top half of the Prem. Uh, so for me, 2.18 for Palace to get a win away at Millwall, who very, you know, not in great form, Generally in the championship, Millwall, very kind of win one, lose one, draw one. Um, and then Palace, we've seen, although they have been coming up short against teams, we saw them lose 3-2 to West Ham last weekend, 3-0 uh, to Spurs a few week, weeks before that. They are scoring plenty of goals. So in the last five games, they've scored at least two goals um, in four of them. And then the 3-0 defeat to Spurs is the only game where they've, they've not scored two goals in the last five. So they're in good goal-scoring form. Um, and if they take that into this game against Millwall, they do look a good price to get to get a win and get into the fourth round here. Really bothers me. And survival is everything, right? The money, mm. you know, who knows when you'll ever be back in the Premier League should you go down. I get that that's a, 
priority, but it really bothers me when teams like Palace don't just throw, you know, 99 out of 100 eggs into the FA Cup basket. Because yeah. they're never going to win the league. Leicester was a one-off. Maybe it will happen again. Maybe it won't. But, you know, best way of making the season memorable is choosing a cup, you know, EFL Cup, FA Cup, and, and just going for it. So, yeah. yeah. And that's, I guess, why it's nice to see Leicester win it. Exactly. Season. Yeah, because they did that. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, good segue, Leicester. So, obviously, defending champions... They are against Claudio Ranieri's Watford. Uh, Leicester are 1.6. Uh, yeah, the, the league has been a bit, not a disaster, but it's, it's not been great. I think Leicester fans were hoping to be in touch with the Champions League positions a little bit more. Maybe, you know, seeing themselves do a West Ham this season, which is what Leicester have done the last couple of years. They're having a kind of a season where they're taking a bit more of a step back from that. Uh, level of play but they have won four home games in a row and they've not lost to Watford in the last eight matches at the KP you take away the Ranieri factor where you know there's always potential for that storyline of Ranieri you know knocks Leicester out of the cup and blah 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 Watford are bad lost six in a row these two played each other on the 29th of November in Premier League action Leicester won 4-2 I think Leicester will see this as what we just said, Tom. They'll see this as this is their best way to make the season memorable. So why chop and change against, you know, a poor side in Watford? 1.6. I think we'll be looking back on that after the game and thinking that was a good price. Yeah. Yeah, I agreed with that one. Um, Another one for me then, 3 o'clock, Brighton away at West Brom. uh, 2.22 for Brighton to get the win. Uh, I feel very similarly to Brighton in this game, how I did to Crystal Palace in, in their game. Um, they're going away to a championship side who they should be if they play a, a decently, you know, a decent strength side. They're in decent form now. Uh, we saw them get the draw away at Chelsea, um, beat Everton as well, 3-2 last weekend. So they've started to turn around their little slump in form they had um, kind of November, December time now. So, Really picked up, which is good. Bows well for this particular pick. And West Brom, I, I'm, I, they concern me. You know, I'm worried. You know, we look at their last three results in the champ. Um, they lost to Derby, 1-0. They drew to Barnsley, 0-0. And drew to Cardiff, 1-0. And these are teams who occupy 24th, 23rd, and I think 20th in the championship. For a team that's meant to be chasing promotion, that, they're some bad, bad results. Um, they're struggling to score goals as well at the moment, and I appreciate that Daryl DK's coming in, um, good signing. But you know whether he plays this weekend or not, I'm not sure. Um, so I just think if Brighton turn up, play a decent strength side, they got more than enough to beat West Brom, who are struggling at the moment. Yeah, totally agree. That was the only question mark I had was, you know, will DK come in and and lift the place? Uh, this guy's a, a US international. He was causing havoc for. For Barnsley, he's going to be in a better team. He's going to come good. Will he come good quick enough? Not sure. I would be back in Brighton as well. Uh, intriguing tie, Tom, at Loftus Road, I think. QPR, Rotherham. Really interested to see what happens here. Uh, both teams to score is my tip. 1.84 is the price for matchbook. 
We've got the fourth best attack in the championship against the second best attack in League One. Uh, had a look at the table. I think if Rotherham were in the championship this season, they would be 17th. I would have them above the following teams. Swansea, Birmingham, Hull, Cardiff, Reading, Peterborough, Barnsley. And even though I think Derby are a better team with their points deduction, Derby County. So, you know, we're essentially looking at QPR against Swansea or QPR against Hull or something like that. Um, QPR have lost Ilias Sher and Semi Dieng. Uh, they're the most notable absences to AFCON. Uh, so that's their one of their best creators. And most importantly, their goalkeeper, Jordan Archer, is not someone I've ever thought is up to scratch. He's going to be in nets, I think, for the R's. And Rotherham have proved that, you know, the last season when they went down, it was basically fixture congestion that relegated them. Uh, they were they were more than capable of being a championship side. They've gone away, they've rebuilt. I, I think this is basically a championship side and both teams to score is something I associate QPR with often and I will be doing so again. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I like it. Um, I'm going to jump into Sunday quickly. I think you should, you know, Liverpool at home to Shrewsbury is one that it goes without saying. I think Liverpool definitely uh, get the win here. Their price at 1.28 on the nose. Uh, so just a bit under one to three, nearly one to four. Um, I do like the look of Liverpool to win and both teams to score. No, that's priced at 2.5. Um, I think at Anfield, even though Liverpool are definitely going to play um, a second string squad, you, I'd be surprised if Shrewsbury, who are down near the bottom of League One, managed to get anything against a, even a second string Liverpool side, to be honest here. Um, I think we're still going to see like a Regis and Minamino's Alex Oxford-Chamberlain's, James Milner's, etc. And, and the team with those players in it should have enough to beat Shrewsbury to nil. Yeah, two little points on that as well. I can never say his name right. Uh, is it Kelleher, the backup? Yeah, yeah I, think, I think so. Yeah, yeah, obviously it's very Irish. Uh, Sully from Matchbook might be able to help us out with that one. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, he's obviously an outstanding goalkeeper uh, on top of his game at the moment. And Udo. Um, Shrewsbury's kind of big goal threat he went down injured within 15 minutes of their last uh, league encounter so not sure if he'll be fit or not huge ramifications if he is not yeah. uh, Wigan Blackburn nice little Lancashire derby uh, local away day for Rovers I'm going to go for both teams to score and this is basically copy and paste of QPR Rotherham uh, but the League One sides at home. We've got the fifth best attack in League One against the second best attack in the Championship. Both teams on really good form. Wigan no losses in 13. Blackburn no losses in nine. Wigan have scored 15 in their last six, which obviously is around 2.5 goals um, a game that they've scored. And then the Blackburn have scored 10 in their last six, which is 1.66 goals. Both are on fire. You know, I think it'll be a decent crowd, especially with the travelling fans. And I think this one could be a little bit of a cracker. 1.7, both teams to score. Yes, please. Yeah, I like that one. Should be a good game, as you mentioned. Um, and I'm going to go to Forest now. 
I think you're gonna you'll laugh. <laughs> I'll probably roll. I'll probably roll my. If you're an audio listener, I've just rolled my eyes. <laughs> no, I. I don't think we're going to uh, cause the upset against Arsenal this weekend. Um, but I, I do think it'll be an interesting game, an entertaining game uh, with with a few goals, as it has been recently when these two sides have met. You know, Forest and Arsenal, no strangers to each other in cup competitions, uh, met in the uh, EFL Cup in 2019, Arsenal won 5-0. In the FA Cup in 2018, Forest won 4-2. And in the EFL Cup in 2016, and Arsenal again won 4-0. So, you know, in the last five years, we've had three cup meetings, all with at least four goals in them. Um, Arsenal have had over 2.5 goals, which is the tip, in seven of their last eight games anyway, in their in their league games. Uh, and I think, again, you might find over 2.5 here, 1.76. Um, I think the way Forest play, I don't think as much as we can. I don't think we're just going to sit back and let Arsenal come at us and, you know, try and nick, nick it. I think we will try and play as much as we are able to and give it a go. Uh, and I think it will lead to goals either way. I could see us getting on the score sheet. I just think we'll probably end up losing like 3-1 or something like that. Yeah, I could see that. Both teams are going to rotate. You know, Arsenal are going to play players like Eddie and Ketia who you know, scored, I think, a hat-trick against Sunderland, mm-hmm. right, in the, in the EFL Cup. Yeah. So he, he's the kind of player that's going to step in. And for Forrest, there are players who haven't had a chance to impress um, under Steve Cooper as of yet. You know, the name that leaps out to me is Forrest record signing, Jao Carvalho. Maybe, you know, we'll see him uh, from the start or something like that. Like, there's definitely going to be... Um, some rotation, but still good players on show. So I'm totally with you there. I'm going to back a Premier League side here, away at a Championship side. Um, I'm going to go for Southampton. They're away at Swansea City. Southampton 2.1 with Matchbook. I just don't rate Swansea, to be honest. They get the odd result. They're languishing in 17th. Now, that is partially not their fault. They haven't actually played since the 11th of December. So since Forrest went there and beat beat them 4-1, they haven't actually played a game. Uh, we've seen throughout the Premier League and the EFL especially, teams coming off a break are, are often struggling to catch up. There's no way that you can replicate you know, the momentum and uh, kind of intensity of, of regular league play. And Southampton, you know, they're coming into this, lost one of their last six. Swansea have lost four of six, but again, that that uh, statistic is skewed a little bit. And they've also lost Ethan Laird, who has had their, his loan transferred, I think is the term. Uh, he was one of their best players, and he's been taken away. So, yeah, I'm happy to back Southampton. There will be rotation, for sure. I think Hassan Huttle will... Uh, fall into that trap of looking over his shoulder maybe a bit too much. Uh, but 2.1, I think they should uh, be able to see off the Swans. Yeah, I agree. Decent price, isn't it? Um, there's a few Premier League teams, as we've read out, away from home at champ sides who, who are over-evens and it could well turn out to be good prices come the end of the day. Um, any more from you? Because that's exhausted my list from the <laughs> FA Cup. Yeah, I've got two more. One, one's a little silly, so we'll save that one. <laughs> till, save that one till the end. 
Uh, I think, um, I, do you know what? I haven't wrote down. This is how good I am at doing this podcast that we've done for how many years. I've not wrote down the price for Boreham Wood, Wimbledon, both teams to score. So, Tom, if you don't mind, I'll rattle through why I think it will happen and you can read the price out at the end. Yeah, go on then. Thanks. So, uh, strength for the National League is the first point that I'm making here. So, I'm not sure if if people are aware. Obviously, we don't cover the National League. It doesn't get a lot of coverage overall. But the financial fair play that restrains EFL sides is not at play in the National League. So, that's why, for example... You see Ryan Reynolds, right, and his mate take over Wrexham rather than Stevenage, right? Obviously, there's other reasons, but in the National League, you can flex your muscle. You can pay players basically whatever you want. There are players earning four grand a week in the National League. There are players in League One that don't earn that. The amount of players recently that have dropped down one, two divisions... Right, uh, Mullen was the big one in the summer. Sarsovic, the Bolton captain, left to go to Stockport. The, the National League is, is a rising beast, and I think it's only a matter of time before we add a third relegation spot for League Two and a third promotion spot for the National League. It just makes sense. I was going to say that's like you got to do it. Gotta it's do ridiculous. It. You got to win the league or finish, you know, as a playoff winner. But I think eight teams make the playoffs. Like it's. Yeah. To get promoted is really hard. And there are yeah. some awful teams in League Two that don't deserve to be there over the likes of Chesterfield, Boreham Wood, etc. Um, in the National League, Boreham Wood have got a playoff-level home record. Uh, no defeats in the last 12 games and last 10 home and away they've been unbeaten in. they got the best defence in the National League, which I know is not great for... Uh, both teams to score but my angle here is that they're tough to beat and this is going to be a really hard game for Wimbledon and it'll be high intensity because Wimbledon will know that they've got to go there and flex their muscles they can't just turn up Uh, Boreham Wood 16 goals scored in their last six 2.66 a game Wimbledon 13 scored in their last six 2.16 so I think this will be a bit of a cracker to be honest and uh, Tom if you don't mind you know, this is Royal Mail style, delivered late. But uh, if you've got the price, that'd be great. One point seven one. Hey, there we go. Thank you. Mate. <laughs> what an amateur. Uh, and the Sorry. final one, final one I've got is a little bit silly. I, I love to have an outsider in the FA Cup. I, I think underdogs are what makes the FA Cup so interesting. I'm going for Chelsea and Chesterfield, both teams to score. So it's two point seven eight. With matchbook. Chelsea, obviously against elite opposition for sure. Two clean sheets in the last eight games at Stamford Bridge. Uh, they've conceded to teams like Burnley and Leeds, so it's not all, you know, Liverpool and, and you know, Man City, etc. You know, some of the worst sides in the Premier League have found the net consistently at the bridge. We all know Chelsea will score, we all know that they'll probably win the tie. So let's not focus on them. Let's talk about Chesterfield. I think they're essentially a mid-table League Two side. Uh, We've seen that no team getting promoted from the National League has ever been relegated in their first season in League Two. Chesterfield are the second top scorers. 
in the National League. They have the top scorer, Kabongo Shimanga, uh, 18 goals, apparently courted by championship clubs. Listen, it's the Champions League holders against top of the National League. I'm, I'm completely aware. But I wanted to throw something in there that was a little bit fun. Uh, and maybe Chesterfield nicking a goal. I seem to remember Chelsea going down to Bradford at home a few years ago. Yeah. One can dream. 2.78 for both teams to score. Yeah, I like it. That stat, no no team promoted from the National League has been relegated in their first season in League 2. Great stat, that is. Thanks, mate. And I'm, I'm assuming that's, that's at the point where the conference became the National League. Yes. That's that counts from. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the last like twenty years or whatever it is. Um but yeah, okay. Uh, before we move on, off the top of your head, outside a pick of the FA Cup third round, if you had to pick one, not saying it's a tip or anything like that, but if you just had to go boom, boom, boom that one, that team will could cause cause an upset. Could cause an upset. Oof. I mean I did nearly get sucked in by Cambridge United. They're away at Newcastle at 12.5. 12.5. I just think, like, who in Newcastle gives a monkeys about this game? I just, I've mentioned before, they've probably... They, they're on Football Manager. They're pressing spacebar, trying to get through the games. They don't want to play any matches. They just want to strengthen the side. Newcastle probably don't give one monkeys about this. Cambridge aren't very good, but... You know, that I nearly got sucked in because I just don't think Newcastle will care one percent. What about you? Forest six point two. Woof. Nottingham. <laughs> with 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 heart overhead, I think, Tom. That or, or maybe I was I was toying with Leighton Orient, nine point two away at Stoke. Stoke not in great form right now. No, they're not. No, they're not. Yeah. Okay. Well, like I said, you know, the FA Cup is fun. We got to keep it that way, and we got to root for the underdogs. Uh, so uh, okay, well, that wraps up the FA Cup. Shall we talk about our sponsors at Matchbook now, Tom? Yes, please take it away, my friend. Okay, so we are sponsored by the good folk at Matchbook.com. Uh, you can go to Matchbook.com and sign up using the sign up code TFB Podcast and bag yourself a twenty pound money back as cash offer, as we mentioned at the top of the show. Uh, it's a great opportunity to go to. Matchbook, try it out, place your £20 bet on a single at odds of over 1.8. Uh, if it loses, you'll get your money back in your account as cash. So completely risk-free, give you the chance to try out the platform. They've got all the uh, usual markets you can expect on football. Um, so you, everything from goals, handicaps, scores, players, goal scorers, etc., etc. It's all there. Um, you don't have to just have to stick to football. Obviously, uh, if you do like to dabble in things like horse racing, greyhounds, tennis, Matchbook has all of that uh, available to you as well. So please do help support the pod. Um, take advantage of the risk-free offer to potentially earn yourself some extra money as well. And also Matchbook do generally offer the uh, best price odds, particularly closer to kickoff times in the game. So if you've not got your hackers on and it comes to lunchtime on Saturday and you're looking for the three o'clocks, check out Matchbook because you should generally get a better price um, on your bets than you would do on your usual sports books as well. So yeah, take the time to check it out, matchbook.com. Did somebody say risk-free £20 bet on Cambridge at 
which would return 230 quid. <laughs> you could do. Just putting that out put, there. Just putting it out there. You could put it on Forest and win. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, so thanks. Well said, Tom. Uh, really appreciate all the support for Matchbook, so please check them out. Uh, League One, Thomas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found two items of interest in here. I, I will, I'll let you take it away with one because I think we spoke uh, via WhatsApp and I, I know that you fancy one of these. Yeah, and I, I know your one, so I won't take... We have the same two, so... <laughs> yeah, okay. Short League One okay. segment then. Yeah, yeah. So uh, my one was Ipswich away at Gillingham. They're priced at 1.9. Uh, since Kieran McKenna's come into Ipswich, they've had a slight uptick in form. Uh, they have beaten Wickham 1-0 in the last game. They've also drawn to Sunderland 1-0 in the game before that, which is a very good result the form Sunderland are in at the moment. And then before that in the league, they also drew 1-0 away at Wigan. So last three games since Kieran McKenna's come in, drew to, uh, drew to Wigan, drew to Sunderland, beat Wickham. So they're three tough games against fellow top six sides, and well, I say fellow top six sides, which aren't in the top six, but against top six sides, uh, which is going to obviously give them a lot of confidence. And if they're getting draws or wins against those top six sides, you should definitely be beating Gillingham, who haven't won in 12, in the relegation zone before they drew to MK Dons and bombed my bombproof treble last weekend. They had lost six on the bounce. Um, so this is a Gillingham side in no sort of form whatsoever right for the taking and at 1.9 Ipswich can definitely get another three points on the board yeah I my notes here just say basically I'm betting against Gillingham Mm. I I mean I like Ipswich I like what McKenna's doing I think they're looking good but yeah I'm basically betting against Gillingham because joint joint worst home record second worst attack bottom of the league rubbish Rubbish. matter of time till uh Till Steve Evans gets a chop, I think. Yeah, should have gone Stevenage when he had the chance. Yeah, yeah, possibly. <laughs> uh, I'm going to look at Oxford. They are away at Lincoln. They're priced handsomely, two point three. Mm. It is lovely. Tom, did you? I, I mean, I, I knew Lincoln were lower reaches. I didn't know that they are currently occupying the last relegation spot. So if yeah, the season was. Mate. The season was to end now. The team that finished, you know, as a playoff semi-finalist last year would be in League Two. Finalist, finalist sorry, finalist. Blackpool, didn't sorry. The final. Yeah, yeah, my bad. They would, I'm having a shocker today. They'd be in League Two, which is absolutely insane. Uh, they've got the joint worst home record in League One. Uh, that's with Gillingham. So me and Tom are going against the two sides worse at home in the entire division. They've also got the fourth worst attack. Obviously, they've lost Brennan Johnson, Morgan Rogers, uh, George Grant. Their their attack is just completely depleted. Uh, Their defensive record's not too bad. It's around the mid-table mark, but it just can't score goals. And Oxford have scored almost double the amount that Lincoln have this season. And uncharacteristically... Oxford have the fifth best defence in the league, which I don't think they get enough coverage about because the last few years, and any team under Carl Robinson, it's always 
3-2-4-3-3-1-2-0. You know, it's it's very rare that we talk about their defensive capabilities. But yeah, uh, fifth best defense in League Two, in League One. Sorry, God, having a nightmare. So yeah, I'm back back in the yellows. Two point three. Yeah, I like it. I had that one obviously as well. Uh, it's a very good price, isn't it, for, mm. for Oxford? I would have expected Oxford to be priced similar to how Ipswich are, kind of around the evens mark. So, yeah, maybe maybe the bookies know something we don't, or mm. maybe Matchbook haven't realised that. Maybe they're pricing Lincoln up as a good team going through a bad moment. I don't know. I think they're a bad team at this stage. It's January. Yeah, yeah rubbish. Rubbish. Um, okay, then. So that is League One done and dusted. Let's look at League Two then. I think we've also got two teams. Well, I've got two things that I like in League Two. I know that you like one of them. Yeah. Um, so I'll say that one for you. I'll read out the other one that I like. Um, shortest price of the bunch in League 2 actually it's 1.73 it's Tranmere to win at home to Scunthorpe uh, shortest price of the lot for a reason really because Tranmere have flew up to fourth in the league off the back of five consecutive league wins in a row so yeah I, I just think you see Scunthorpe starting to improve they're still in 23rd in the league um, so currently in the relegation zone, but yeah, starting to see a few shoots. They 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 may mount something of a survival challenge, but you know they're coming up against a juggernaut at the moment in Tranmere off the back of those five wins, looking to make it six in the league. Um, if you look at Tranmere's home form as well, they've won three in a row. They've played uh, ten at home. They've won seven. They've won five of those seven, five of those seven to nil as well. So they're winning plenty of games to nil at the moment gone back to that, uh, you know, we spoke at the start of the season how Tranmere were, well, they'd scored about 10 goals and conceded about eight goals in the first 10, 11 games or something stupid like that. They're very tight, cagey games, lots of 1-0 wins. And they're kind of going back to that now, lots of 1-0, 2-0 wins. Um, so, yeah, I think 1.73 for Tranmere to get a win is a good price. Yeah. They're, I'm a Keith Hill believer. I'm a little bit... I, I think Tranmere will win. I just want to make that clear. I, I think they will win. I am a bit nervous about going against Scunthorpe because they're clearly improving every single week. They have had a few dodgy results, for sure. When the onus is on them, uh, apart from the Oldham win, they seem to struggle a little bit. But when they are outsiders, they've they've got a an awful knack of just nicking a draw. So I'm a bit nervous. But yeah, Tranmere, back to that kind of unsustainable defensive model where they're just not letting any goals in at all. Um, I don't know if you know they're still doing it by January. I don't know if you can call it unsustainable anymore. I'm not sure, but. Uh, yeah, I do like the pick. Uh, Tom, price of the weekend for me. Even better. Even better than Oxford. We are by one point. <laughs> We're going to go for Sutton. 2.34. They're away at Oldham. I mean, Oldham just hate playing at home. They absolutely hate it. 
both <laughs> from a narrative perspective and a statistical perspective. It's the worst record in the league, um, their home form. They've got the narrative of the fans protesting against the owners in a different way every single week. They did Pack the Park, where every single Oldham fan that they could find came to the game to show the owners, you know, this is what is possible at Oldham. You know, these are the attendances. This is the support. The fans never stopped singing. They bought banners. They bought everything you could imagine. Then the next home game, they did empty the park where they boycotted it. So the owner could see, you know, that kind of uh, contrast. So they're always coming up with different things. It's clearly affecting the players and the performance on the field. They've got just nine points from home games this season. That is January. It's appalling. They've also got the worst defence in the league, and they're basically a National League side at this moment. They've not won their last six. And Sutton, Tom Sutton, um, fit nicely the statistic that you liked earlier with the National League sides just not getting relegated. Sutton are looking at back-to-back promotions. This kind of stuff only happens in Football Manager, I think. Um, They... They're flying high in third. They occupy an automatic promotion spot. They're typically better at home. So they got the best record in the league, actually, at home. They're not too bad away from home. It's kind of the eighth or ninth best. But I'm backing that against the worst home record and all the stuff that's going around Oldham. Sutton are on fire, and I don't see why we can't back him at 2.34. It's a great price, isn't it? Unbelievable price. Yeah, I think they certain were one of those teams where you look at the league table and you go, bloody yeah, how did you get there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and do you know what? Like maybe if Sutton were called Bradford City, the price mm-hmm. would be shorter. I don't know. Hundred percent yeah. it would be. Yeah, hundred percent. Definitely. Um any more though for you in League Two? Because I don't. No, no. Um looking at last week's bombproof trebles then. I mean, I'll get mine kicked off. Mine turned into a double that didn't win, unfortunately. Had the Forest Barnsley game was postponed due to uh, COVID-19 outbreaks. Had Blackburn to beat Huddersfield at home. That ended nil-nil. And had Oxford to beat Cheltenham at home. And that ended 1-1. So, <laughs> not the best weekend for me. You, you did come a bit closer. Yeah, well, we said there'd be something wrong if this, this one didn't win. Um, and unfortunately, MK Dons were the one that managed to mess it up. So I had Forest Green to win at home to Stevenage. They did so 2-0. Rotherham to win at home to Bolton. They did so 2-1. And then we needed MK Dons to win at home to Gillingham. And we spoke about how poor Gillingham's form is. Uh, and it was 0-0, despite MK Dons kind of being on top and peppering them for pretty much the whole game. So... Yeah, just unfortunately couldn't find the breakthrough that we needed and cost us the bomb-proof treble. Yeah, disappointing, but mm. new week, new opportunity. Um, so if you haven't guessed already, this is the part of the show where me and Tom will put together mm. all of our knowledge, research, insights, whatever you want to call it, into two trebles, uh, one each. We'll be back in our own bets with £10 stakes. We're in a fortunate position where we can lose that money every week and and still be financially comfortable. And if you can't afford to lose that money, that's absolutely fine. Please keep within your limits. It's not a competition. 
and no one should be ridiculed for you know putting 25p bets on it's it's all down to what you can afford it's supposed to be fun so let's keep it that way and everybody gamble responsibly yeah absolutely so i think i will get mine kicked off i'm dying to read it out i think it's going to win i i think it's going to win every week but mine's all away games so i've i've called this the stone island treble because this is just pure away days so we're going for fa cup action southampton 2.1 away at swansea then we're going to drop into league one we're going to go for oxford 2.3 away at lincoln and then we're going to drop to league two and we're going to take the tip i just read out sutton away at oldham 2.34 Ten pounds on one thirteen and two pence back. It's a big one. Yeah, that is a massive paying treble. It's a and, big one. You know, you we're taking advantage of good odds here, aren't we? That's what we think we're doing. We've got three teams, as you've justified throughout the show. We're all over evens, all in good form against teams in pretty poor form. So, yeah. Um, Hopefully it comes through for us and it goes to form. Because if it does go to form, it's a nice winner, that is. Everyone will be laughing, but matchbook if uh, if it comes in. <laughs> um, okay, so my treble doesn't pay as much as yours. I've got Derby on the double chance. So that's draw or win away at Coventry. Uh, that is the early kickoff klaxon that we alluded to Oof. at the start. Uh, then Ipswich in League One. They're 1.9 to get the win. And then Tranmere, 1.73 in League Two to also get the win. Uh, £10 example stake on that one returns 61.80. Yeah, again, right? Bottom of League One against a promotion chasing team. Second bottom in League Two against a promotion chasing team. And a mid table side without the points deduction. Avoiding defeat at a team that is slowly dropping league positions in Coventry. So, obviously, I mentioned I wish the Coventry Derby game was a league game because then I'd be 100% behind it. But uh, I'm still way in the 90s, 95% behind you on that one. So, yeah, all the best, mate. Let's take a little look at fancy football. Now that's finished. Do you know what? Like, I know I'm wearing a Nigeria shirt, right? I did not realise how many African players I had. I, che- I checked my team the other day, and I was I was not going to be able to have enough players to fill a team. So I had to make a lot of sacrifices and get rid of a lot of players. Um, but, yeah, we. Yeah. Uh, did you go up? Did you get the green arrow, the red... The, um, the grey circle. Now I got the green. Oh, look at you! I'm up to one four two in the in the football betting podcast league. Not bad. A uh, two six one. I think that's commendable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, it doesn't look like it's over yet either. I've still got three West Ham players that have still got a game. It says. Hmm. Okay. Well, at so, the moment. <laughs> I'll read out the top 10 in reverse order. We've got Vincent Rayner in 10th, Chris Hindle, David Doherty, Brian Grant, Ahab Piquad, uh, Chantel Cruikshanks, uh, Sam Barnard, Oliver Hogden, David Brown, and a new leader, I think, Luke Stevens. 
Yeah, yeah, I think so. He actually has the same points as David Brown. So I'm not sure how he's top over David, but he is. Mm. <laughs> not sure, <laughs> but good good for him. Uh, LSFC, Luke Stevens Football Club. So good for them. Up, up the LSFC, I say. <laughs> yeah, well played, Luke. Uh, hit, hit, hit us up on social media. That's what I'm trying to say. If you want the league code to join the league, uh, £20 for your bet offer for the winner. And if you are not in the league, you'll join wherever you rightfully belong, uh, you know, with regards to your points tally. Yeah, T underscore FB podcast is the place to be on Twitter. Please join our road to 2,000 followers. We're, we're creeping there ever so gently. So please give us a little nudge. What are we on? About 1,800. Oh, yes, we're getting there. Yeah, road to we're 2K. Getting... I see YouTubers yeah, say yeah. that all the time, like road to 250K and all that. I don't know. Well, we're... We're, we're YouTubers now, you know, the podcast. Yeah, we are. are. Yeah, we are. Road to 2K. <laughs> <laughs> um, love it. So, yeah, please do take the time to leave a rating or review if you have enjoyed the podcast. We'd really appreciate that one. Um, and, of course... Check out matchbook.com. Take advantage of that free sign-up offer, that uh, money back as cash sign-up offer. Using the code TFB Podcast during the registration uh, stage. Yeah, so thank you so much for listening, watching, whatever. Uh, really appreciate it. And uh, good luck this weekend with the bet slips. And don't forget to vote for me in the kit poll. Please, <laughs> please. <laughs> See you next week, guys. <laughs>